fingers to the bone. I never get to go home. This is my ever wanted life manifest destiny. I work my fingers to the bone. I never get to go home. This is my ever wanted life manifest destiny. Damn, I destroyed myself, but you contributed. I destroyed myself, but you helped. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Local Earshot Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Biggs. We are minus a guest today, unfortunately. Not from your typical ghosting like we have experienced. Uh, Brandon Robinson, was he's going to be in with us next month. We're working on it now. Uh, he lost power last night, so he wasn't able to, he had to deal with that. So, um, no biggie, uh, but I'll give him a shout out. If y'all see Brandon Robinson on a billboard of, for bands, uh, he plays with uh, Elizabeth Turner Premier. He does a features thing. Is he still doing the Hendrix thing? That's the last time I saw him. Uh, I don't know if he's still doing that, uh, like dressing up and stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I know he was doing a like a featured spot with her, and uh, at one point she takes a break to change, so he comes out and did a, a, a whole Hendrix medley. Pretty cool thing. Um He's also in a country band called Southern Accents and another gig in, a, I guess it's like a, a cover, rock cover band, top 40 type thing, uh, Rock Candy. They play around town. They do a, kind of a variety show. So they got some gigs coming up. Uh, August 18th, VZDs. August 20th, Alley Club. He'll be with Rock Candy there. Um, and the rest are later in the next month, and we'll probably have them on before then. So I'll wait on announcing those. So. Brandon, if you're listening, I hope you uh, handle your situation. We'll get you on soon. So, anyway, how you doing, man? I'm good. Jonathan Grissom, more bands media. Uh, we are open to sponsorships from this point going forward. We have tried to do this. Um, I guess the <laughs> the the happy go lucky hippy dippy kind of idea in mind, and it's just it don't work in today's world. And uh, or at least not currently. Not with, currently. Uh, with things music. Are, things are tough, and everybody is. I mean, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm. <laughs> I got laid off in February, and I'm trying to start my own business. So, uh, I'm terrified, just like everybody else is. But in an effort to keep this thing going, um, we're we're, we're going to offer uh, any sponsorship uh, ideas, opportunities, anything we can do to help people out. We have a pretty solid. Uh, base here in the city we have yeah. anywhere we typically we, we've had up to 1600 uh, check in with us and check the episode out on like uh more of our popular guests but yeah. usually we pull in i don't know four to six hundred around the city which yeah. for a local scene is not that bad i mean um most of our stuff's local i mean uh -huh. we, we, we every now and then we'll get someone coming through on a national or or someone from remote and out somewhere else in the country but um in an effort to grow the show and maybe get more guests from across the country, we're going to open it up. So, um, yep. And then uh, other than that, we'll still take donations and stuff. Sure, but sure, it's sure. just a mixed system. Uh, it's similar to uh, like uh, some of the um, shows that you'll see on like YouTube and everything where they'll they'll do a sponsorship spot. But at the beginning or at the end of the episodes or whatever they yeah. decide um, or even inside the middle. Um, but, I mean, I'll, I'll work that out how we can do it. Well, that's the other thing is is we're talking about this and we have the same annoyances with uh, with commercials and reads that everybody else does. So when when, when we when and if we do have this opportunity from somewhere, we definitely want to work it in a way where it's not going to be 
treacherous for the listener to listen to. Like some of these ones on YouTube, like you get it's the first five fucking minutes of the thing is all ad reads. I'm like, dude, fuck this. I ain't listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's uh what do you call it? There's one podcast I'll listen to and uh and I skip over the the very beginning because it's literally five five to ten five minutes, minutes. Of, of just different fuck. ads. Um, there's ways to break that apart, um, but I'll probably be adding our, our episodes to like YouTube and other platforms, like just in its current form, like an audio form and everything, but it's going to be basically like with ads. Um, and if you listen on Spotify, you know, there, there's, there's apps out there that you can listen and, and there won't be ad marks on them, like certain apps yeah, because they're, they're podcast 2.0, which believes in value for value, which is what I believe in, but but um, but if, if if you don't have enough money coming in and you don't have those crowds that actually listen to value for value podcasts, then then no one donates. Well, and at the very no least, donates. everybody out there, if you would just download that fountain app and listen to us on there. At least you know that'll throw us a few micro cents per yep. per, per, episode. <laughs> per episode. You know, I yeah, mean, and, and collectively, it's 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 actually helps. You know, and um, but I mean, but yeah, when it comes down to it, it's like. I'm looking at all the different podcasting apps and and there is ones that do live so maybe maybe we start, you know, like having the other recording being like plays on Tuesday but if you want to listen to us live then then you know you listen on these certain apps and and then we actually get paid for it, you yeah. know. Well, but we're, we're we're opening up options out there. If you're a business owner, uh, if you're a venue owner, um we're not going to take money from our artists um we believe the value for value for the show existing is our exchange of value for them and vice versa when they come on and let us play their music and, and talk to us. So we're not seeking out that. Um, ruh row. I have to mark that. <laughs> oh, it was a message from the Sativa Prophets. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh. That was the button I want to. I just want to mark it, oh. <laughs> so then I know where it's at, where where you just hear a ring. But I don't think it's going to do no good because it's on it's on the mic. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, on that note, uh, Sativa Profits. Uh, it's not exactly a sponsorship, but they reached out last night at the perfect time to reach out for their for their idea. I was out on my back patio smoking a joint and just enjoying the evening like I do, and uh, my phone went off. And I when I'm in my happy place, checking my phone is not really on my agenda, but I did, and I'm glad I did. Um, it was—I I guess they're a band or a group of musicians that come together and play music. I think that would probably be called a band, um, but <laughs> they're called the Sativa Prophets, and they're out of Oklahoma City. And uh, they—I mean, the, the name checks out. It's right up our alley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they—they want to do a—they want to do an interview at a. Uh, dispensary we're not going to go into detail where or any of that not information yet, yet. Not yet but uh but it seems like a really cool event and i have a good it yeah, seems like a I, good time. I, I wouldn't say like you know like it's not it's not going to be an all-age event because uh, yeah. there's going to be certain rules involved because Marijuana. it is a dispensary and and uh and this particular place has a really nice setup in the back where people can go and chill and hang out and well we can't we're not gonna don't give too much away yeah so, so basically, it was it's just an idea and formulation right now. I reached back to him today and told him we're interested. And so, if if uh, we're going to meet up with them and have some details for y'all, and uh, if if we work something out, we'll definitely have it. Um, we'll, we'll be talking about it ahead of time because it seems like a hell of a good time, um, even just to get out and and uh, you know 
talk to some people out there that are because I don't know if, how plugged in you are with the medical marijuana or how plugged in y'all out there are. Um, the laws on that are changing very rapidly in Oklahoma right now. Um, I know that metric system came in and it changed a lot of things up. I've heard good and bad from both. Um, so if anything, it'd be interesting to just go out there and talk to some people in the know and just see how the whole thing's kind of uh, coming together in Oklahoma with mar- medical marijuana. I think it'll be full on before the end of this administration. Yeah, I mean, uh, there there is signs of that. Uh, the um, uh, I've been applying for jobs and stuff, and the uh, organization that is in charge of that, going around inspecting all the all the uh, dispensaries and all that stuff for the state of Oklahoma. Um, I was told by someone that they are looking to move that department to its own private entity. And usually in Colorado, it was in Washington, Oregon, whenever they went in California, mainly California was a good example of whenever they moved, when they moved the state organization, the government department over to a private, that was whenever right shortly after about five, six months later, they went full recreational. Mm. So that that's a good sign. Well, some um, states have two offices. They've kept the recreational side and the medical side. Mm-hmm. And other states has just be, if that went recreational, it's just, we have weed. Like, that's just it. Yeah. You know, and so I yeah, don't know. And, 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 I, and I don't know, like, uh, if the regulations change on that uh, from recreational to regular. Um, because, like, for me... The only reason why I never sign those papers whenever somebody comes up to me is like, hey, do you want to sign for recreational is because I have a medical card and I don't see it as like – I'm like, well, if they lower the quality of it then and they lower the standards, then then I'm not going to get as good a product if they go recreational. you know. But I don't know. I, maybe there's no difference. You know, I, I don't know. I know that – hmm. from what I've heard in other states that there is a quality dip up upon the recreational thing but i just strongly hate the idea of a government entity telling me what i can and can't do with my own fucking body that just that just really bothered me so i'm all for recreational i'm all for educating people which is one thing i'd like to do with this podcast and doing that the the Mm on-site stuff is there's a lot of just fucking nancy reagan fear dare to say no drug war shit that's going on right now still and it's just the hangover from that and you know i think when it yeah fine heroin probably should be looked after and fentanyl dangerous we you know that kind of shit but we got to put this shit in perspective you know and i think it would take a massive undertaking to do and i think it's just something our government doesn't want to do and they could they really could because they have no problem hiring 85,000 IRS agents the day that I want to file for my LLC, motherfuckers. <laughs> Did you see that shit? Hey, it's okay because my business is probably on that list of things that they're going to investigate. We're all getting audited. But I'll tell you what, though. If they audit me, if they audit me, I file a fucking loss, man. They, they owe me money. So well, like, that is my know. intention for the – I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm – I'm a, I, I can actually talk about it now because it's on paper. Um, well, I have been before, but whatever. Uh, the 13th Step Tone Solutions, uh, I finally got it all finalized through the state, and then next week I'll be getting my federal stuff taken care of, and then I'll be ready to go into business. It's kind of why I wanted Brandon on today because he's going to be one of the guys I need to use as a lab rat for my pickups until I get something solid. So I'm looking at a year out 
once I start winding pickups and testing and getting something that I can label as mine, my own flagship product. So yeah, I'll be taking losses for the next fucking stretch, but at least when it's on paper and stuff, you can accumulate those and you can at least get a fucking bit of a tax break at the end of the year. Not much anymore, but you can, but I don't know. 85,000 IRS agents. <laughs> uh, do the math, folks. There's only 400 million Americans, and uh, there's only 400 billionaires. So if, <laughs> if you think they hired 85,000 IRS agents to go after 400 billionaires, I've got some they property in Arizona they, that's oceanfront. I would love to, to sell the you. The government literally said that they want to tax people's cash apps. That's insane. Back in during the election stuff. So... The fact is that they want to take your money they want and to take, take your guns. They want to hmm. take your money. They're arming a department. <laughs> they want to take your guns. They want to take your money. But they're they, going after the billionaires. But they're going after the billionaires. Yeah, yeah. That that's always been the case. Uh-huh. That's, they're on that's, your side. Yeah, my my libertarian brain tells me that that's not their plan. Uh, I saw just, a libertarian meme know. that was funny. It was is like a children's book, and it shows this cartoon guy holding his hands up, yelling at the sky, and it says. Everything I want to do is illegal, in quotes. And then the not- title of the book is Why I'm a Libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, vice, vice laws is, is uh, it's a hang-up for me. But I don't know. This, this whole thing is, it, it just is. I, 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 and I tell people that. I don't give a fuck. It's not a political point. This is happening. Like the, yeah. They hired those agents. They are arming those agents, and they are going to audit the shit out of it. This is not... Democrat Republican, which is points. which is interesting because <laughs> is. because like like <laughs> the American people would probably want them to I don't know audit themselves because because there is like apparently according to a bunch of investors um, across a bunch of companies that there's a ton of money that's just imaginary now like there there it's just it's so um, like much of it in the system now that. It doesn't exist that, you know, so well, like, that's why and, and, yeah. and it literally it's because like, you know, a drug dealer lost a million dollars in a fucking suitcase laying inside the fucking ocean. You know what I mean? Like like people lost money or hid money or things, things like that, that it's not in circulation, which means that there is really no that that true like the, the the national debt probably there's a no portion of it there's no accountability and that's the thing is that there's no accountability on 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 the government. Uh, when it comes to like the you know the the, the military industrial complex the the uh, all these other things black money things like that but yet they want to audit us yeah. and it's like it's like why are you going after us when we need to audit you guys and that's what the American people need to actually do but but I I, I know how it works because we elect them and then they're in charge of us technically when it comes down to it because that's what we're giving. Hey, them the you're power gonna to do. love so. that American flag jammed up your ass and you're gonna like it because <laughs> the next two years of audits are coming, buddy. Nope. I don't know how it's gonna go, man. Like I said, I, I it's probably it's probably not gonna do much because they're a clusterfuck in everything that's, that that's they do. Pa- that's the other side that's of other, my brain. Yeah, it's like, like the government's so incompetent. Like they, yeah, they're so incompetent that I don't. And, I know and, and, people that work at Tinker and don't do shit. And if they shit. want to get those people working, like like how much knowledge? Because like there's um, you know entire you know, when you go to college, there's entire coursing 
and degrees based on just tax law. So like if you if you go through those coursings, yeah, you're a really good tax agent, right? Maybe. But even the ones that are trained, I guarantee <laughs> you they they probably mostly are like almost like H&R block agents. I mean, Most, that's they're going to be yeah. HR uh, H&R uh, agents with guns. Well, and it's like I can fucking do addition on a fucking Excel file. Like we're talking about Again, this is a. I, I just started a business, so I don't. I don't, I don't think I'm going to get audited because I don't have any fucking money. But that hasn't stopped them before, so <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's just interesting. I'm, it's, it's like anything else. It's I'm, I'm trying to watch the man behind the fan with the bag of shit because he's going to throw that bag of shit through that fan, and I'm just trying to find the place i need to stand so i don't get any on me because it's coming i mean that's just, like i said that's not a democrat or republican talking point that's the fact jack no i think when it comes down to it uh most americans agree that they don't like the tax man and they don't like our money being wasted on frivolous bullshit and so i think that that's what's you know it, it's almost like they I don't know. I, I always think that they, it's like they want they want us to revolt or something because <laughs> they do things nowadays that just on both sides that make you want to just like get rid of all of them, <laughs> you know. Well, so and, and that uh, that goes back to like like our ideas was starting a, a, a company. At the end of the day, the online memes and the shouting into the sky about existential problems doesn't do shit. You got to hit the street. You got to tell people what is up, what you what is going on, and then you you convince people to take your side. You can't make people do shit. I learned that a few years ago. You can't make people do fucking nothing. You, you either you can convince them to come along or not, but mm -hmm. you can't make people do anything no which is i mean which is a good thing in a way yeah, because absolutely. like you know you want people to have their but sometimes it's like fucking really come on <laughs> yeah like it, whenever you read it what like whenever you know because I, I listen to a lot of podcasts on like news and and uh and and nightly like about things going on in in society right and whenever you hear a story and then you hear your friend tell you the story and then you go well, that's not true. This is the largest game of telephone and, in the world. And yeah, like that's not true at all. <laughs> like, like they they don't have anything on that. They don't have nothing. Like they don't like on that. You know, whatever subject it is, like they li literally do not have anything. And it's and and I'm like, and it's it was it was explained in detail by this legal podcast that explained exactly why they don't have anything. And yet you are being told by the mass media or whatever it is that they have all this stuff on these people. And they don't have shit. And so like your 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 brain goes, well, obviously. And if you were gonna vote a certain way, it ain't gonna change your vote. And you right. know what you know what that's gonna do? You know what that's gonna do? Like like the whole the whole Trump thing and, and Mar a Largo and him being attacked, all that shit. All that's gonna do is gonna it's gonna inflame his base to go and vote more. Which means that if you're on the other side, you're gonna lose. And well, yet you don't even see it because you think that 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 oh you know you're you're too in the weeds. You think that you're like following the story and that oh they're getting them and they're going to do that. No, they're just trying to make you vote, make the mental the middle people vote a certain way. The problem is the middle's sick 
up all the bullshit. So like they're going to vote a certain way regardless. People are okay with being so, pawns. That's something I've I've noticed, especially through starting a business. As, as small as it is, it opens your eyes to a whole different perspective of how you view material things, how you view financial things, how you just approach day to day. I mean, it's it literally it opens up new ways of thinking. And um, I've noticed there's a lot of people that are just okay with being pawns. You know, put the blinders on. Oh, yeah, they like on. to be the cog in the wheel. I'm going to go do my thing, and I'll bitch about it, and then I'm going to go back to work the next day, and I'll bitch about it there. Nothing changes. Like, you're not influencing anybody. So, in a way, that doesn't bother me. Like, all right, people scream about existential problems, blah, blah, blah. But they're okay with being pawns. They're a pawn in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a playing cog that in the shit wheel anymore. Makes the machine run. And uh, I'm sure that <laughs> my attitude is going to warrant a audit this year <laughs> hey quick shout out to tommy lee's cock um did uh did you see that shit yesterday no all i saw all i saw was a bunch of memes of people saying like that that apparently he uh he exposed himself on social media and uh and and uh, and all i saw was like a picture of like a drawn out and so i thought that that was the photo that he posted was just a oh the cartoon uh, like a, like a well like a marking filter. around his like what was the name filter it was like oh, a, it, was a- it was like a mark out like okay, like somebody okay. took a marker and like like a digital you know whatever and like scraped out just that area so like uh and and so I thought you know oh well, well obviously he didn't show his crotch he just posted a photo oh no he did of of just <laughs> like you know it being covered up or whatever with with like just some you know skin looking color or whatever no no that I just got told today that I learned from Brad that uh yeah he apparently exposed himself on all the social media sites which. Probably not an accident, dude. If Tommy I make, Lee, a, I mean, Tommy Lee's that guy. So, if I make a joke that is obviously a joke, and in the context of a joke, I'll get banned for three days. Tommy Lee shows his cock, and then nah, yeah, they just take it down. I'm yeah, like, well, I, on, well, the man. funny part, the funny part about that whole story was one of my friend's comments was hilarious because it took back. So, like, if you go on, I think it's Hulu. That had it. Uh, there's a there's a movie, and it's it's about him and his relationship with which which I guess goes to why he posted that because he said the reason why I was able to get Pamela Anderson or whatever, like was that it was about the scandal that happened with the sex tape and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff with Pamela and him, and um and in that movie or in that show, there's a there's a part where he's in the bathroom and his dick talks to him yeah that's in his like, book like yeah. yeah and so like he literally is having a, a like it's a monologue like literally that it's talking and so like you're watching this scene of this dude's like thing just having a like with tommy a mouth lee and talking is, it's fucking weird tommy lee is a perpetual he's a lifelong 13 year old man honestly i love him for it because he he's <laughs> that's got to be around the 25th anniversary of his cock being on in the internet the first time right wasn't that in the late 90s Mm-hmm. So okay, ninety-seven. That's twenty-five years, man. Yeah. Well, because it was right that's at the twenty-five it was right, year anniversary of his cock so it debut. Was, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, right in the beginning of the internet. Whenever, uh, whenever it was all starting out or whatever. Oh yeah, um, yeah. There was uh, there was everywhere. some uh, like you know, um, it, 
they, they were trying to in the story like like the main the main guy i guess he was trying to sell dvds and stuff on the street and uh some other dude started making bootleg copies of it um at the whatever place he was there and so he's mad about that but then the uh but then like they got on the internet and the moment that it got on the internet with it being new and everything nobody really understood what just happened and by the time that they woke up to what happened it was spread all over the country like that video was everywhere and it was oh, on yeah. every single like thing and there was a particular network that that I, I guess some young kid that's actually one of the probably one of the most um i forget his name but he's he he was young when he started it. he was some young techie kid and he started a porn company and uh and now it's probably one of the largest um like basically he owns like all the different porn networks like you know uh it was Pornhub, uh, you porn, all that shit. Like he owns all those networks and everything, um, in a collective. So, I mean, that, that dude made a lot of money, but I mean, but it takes me back to this really interesting story, uh, that I read in a book one time. So, uh, there was the website sex.com and, uh, the person that purchased the domain, they owned just the domain. They did nothing with the website. Right. So they bought the domain and back then, when you registered a domain, what happened was that there was a person on the other end that had to go through and do the paperwork and actually do it, right? But now it's all digital. So like when you go to register like on GoDaddy, whatever, it just happens, right? And it's automatically your domain and you and you have to update it. And also there's a 60 to 90 day grace period um, on your domain. So like if you do not pay your bill and uh, that year and it goes into that grace period, if you do not repurchase your domain for the next year or next five years, 10 years, whatever you're going to pay for, then it will automatically go into this grace period. And if you do not register within that grace period, then automatically it goes right to the networks. A lot of times the registrar companies will grab your domain and then they'll resell it for a higher amount of money. So like if your domain's worth two grand, they're going to sell it for two grand. So you're better off just keeping paying the 14 bucks, keeping your domains. But, um, but basically it goes into this network and then it gets sold or you can sell your domain on these networks, right? What happened with that guy was that the person that registered his domain, he sent it in to re-register and the person saw what it was, saw the name, and they made it malfunction. So then on their end, on the computer company's end, that's some criminal, user, That's... and he stole the domain. Yeah. Well, yeah, he stole the do- domain from the other guy because because he, he went to go register it, and then he made sure that that dude right. couldn't register, and then he registered in his own name, and then he did the legwork, went out and contacted all the people, created sex.com with all these ads and all these connectors to all these sites, and that dude made millions of dollars, right? The other guy sued him in court, and when he sued him in court, he won – Mm-hmm. And that guy had to give him everything, his house, his everything. So so really what it comes down to is don't that fucking don't, steal shit. don't steal shit. And and if you know how to do something, you're probably better off contacting the person and saying, hey, you have this domain and and like I have these skills. Can we work together to make this a thing so we can make lots of money? Two types like, of people in the world, and especially in the – and this is something I had a buddy tell me very recently about the business world, which I found – kind of funny i'm hearing this again as an older person uh that there's two types of people in the world there's people that work and there's people that sue 
and you have to find out what kind of person you are very early on in your process. And once you do, you can function because they exist. There's people that work and there's people that sue and that's it. I mean, they don't say that to not protect yourself, obviously, but there are people that that's their job Mm -hmm. is to sue you is to sue. Yeah. Find weaknesses, they, find loopholes, they, and just sue. There's people out there that literally go through all day They're just looking for lawsuits. For me. Looking for lawsuits, and a lot of times they'll look at the ones that are like your, your – if you just sign up, then you'll get whatever money that comes out of that lawsuit. And so they'll just sign up and say that they bought that product or they did this thing. Like they do that all day. I ain't got no time for that yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't have time for any of that shit like – to be sitting there all day doing that. Well, and but. I want to create and work. That's what I want to do, and that's what I'm doing. And if someone was to try and steal it, I mean, I'd say, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going <laughs> to leave that one be. Um, but you know, anyway, I hope. Uh, where did we get into this? From Tommy Lee's cock. See what Tommy Lee's cock does to people. It fucking sends us <laughs> into some fucking tangent. He ruined a lot of people's coffee, man. I got to be honest with you. Man. <laughs> they spit it out. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Tommy, you spit or swallow? What? When I when my coffee that morning when your dick was on our phones? Okay, well that's a good one, fucking asshole. Anyway, <laughs> well, like I said, sorry, short episode. Uh, we'll try to get Brandon on next month and um, and have him in. But just to kind of reiterate everything, um, check us out. I'm uh, I'm still going to be building my website and stuff. I literally just got anchored and started on this 13th step thing. So. Um, more bands, uh, morebands.com. Uh, you can check that out and, and, uh, kind of see what Jonathan's building on that end and through the local earshot. If you guys feel froggy to donate, great. If you, at the very least, go and download that fountain app and listen to us there. That would really help us out. And, uh, like, again, we're open to sponsorships. If you're a business owner around here or, um, I don't know, whatever the fuck, you know, give us a holler and maybe we can make something happen. Yep. So... All right, that about wraps it up for me, man. I'll get into the tone talk and the gear stuff with our... I think we have Chad Carr coming up. I'm, I might be wrong on that, but he's coming up this month. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's next week, though, but uh, that'd be interesting to have him on again. He's a he's a tech head, gear head guy. So on that, man, I guess I'll see you guys next week, and uh, Jonathan, let them know how else they can help us out. Okay, so uh, local earshot podcast, we run majorly on the value for value system, uh, and that's time, talent, and treasure. Uh, but first off is the the first T is time, which is uh, whenever you listen to an episode, uh, you basically just give up your time and and uh, show us uh, that you enjoy the show. You know, let us know how we're doing and all that kind of stuff on our social medias and everything. Uh, we have we have social media groups on uh, Facebook and Instagram, um, the local earshot on Instagram, and then um, the local earshot on Facebook. If you just look it up uh, and. Uh, and one of the groups that we that we run, I'm, I'm probably about to do a public group, but the main group, it's it's pretty small, like around 400, 500 people. The majority of people inside the group are artists. So if you want to look up that group, then it's the local Earshot Artist Network. And if you and if you go to that group, uh, then you can request to join, um, and then you can connect to other music artists that are you know in Oklahoma City. So then you can set up shows together or do certain things. That's kind of why we started it. Um, and then uh, if you want to listen to us, listen to on a, a um, podcast 2.0 app, they're all available on uh, podcast, our new podcastapps.com. And the main one that we use is fountain.fm. And the reason why we use that is because it 
will um, give you little bits of Bitcoin, like like micros of a penny, but but it it adds, adds up. up, and uh, and so like you know it, it it does actually raise money for the show, um, and helps us pay and keep the lights on, basically on our um, our hosting and everything, um, and then. Uh, talent, if you're an artist, if you work in the music industry, or if you uh, do anything involving the music industry of Oklahoma or even entertainment in general, uh, then you can hit me up at john at com or on our Instagram page um, in the messenger part of it. And um, then, you know, you could set up an interview uh, with us. Uh, and then um, as for treasure, if you want to donate to the show, then you can go over to the com. There's a tab that says donate. Click on that, then you can donate to the show. Anybody that donates twenty dollars or more um, is a. Uh, let me bring it up so I can fully remember because I haven't done this spill in a bit. Can make a one-time donation uh, in, into the show. Producers contributing five dollars and above will get a special m- mention on the show. Uh, basically, just your name, uh, all that stuff. You're an LE fan or a local earshot fan, uh, an associate executive producer. Uh, if you are a producer that donates twenty dollars or more, automatically you become an LE rocker executive producer. Uh, and if um, and if anyone donates under four ninety nine or less, um, can remain anonymous. Uh, we we don't we don't say your name or anything like that with those lower amounts. And um, also, if you request to be anonymous, then we'll do that too for you. And then if you donate. In any denomination, so if you donate twenty dollars now, you donate twenty bucks later, it doesn't matter as long as you a, a producer donates a hundred dollars in any way, um, at, you know, period of time, whatever it is, then you become a rock star of the local earshot. Uh, this uh, this will be used at local earshot events. So like um, basically. When you go to the events and stuff, we can work out deals with the venues and everything to make sure that you get special privileges that other people don't. Um, and so that's that's kind of why we did that because then you're actually a person that really cares about what we're doing and, and really supports us. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening. All right, guys. I guess that's about it. We'll see you yeah, all next 34 week. 34 minutes. Ooh, let's Ooh, go smoke this joint.